My name is Adam Hanover and this is the Boxing Coaches Podcast. We take a look into the craft of coaching, asking the ultimate question, can we do it better? The podcast delves into areas like skill acquisition, learning theories, sports science, developing relationships and also the nitty gritty of boxing's day-to-day coaching practice. We're here for 10 to 30 minutes, so square yourself away for a while and let's talk boxing coaching. So happy new year to everyone. This is the Boxing Coaching's podcast and this is episode number 35. And today I'm really happy to say I've got a friend of mine on called Wayne Smith, who's from Olympia Boxing, St. Mary's Boxing Club and also hosts the Olympia Boxing podcast. So Wayne Smith, how you doing, mate? You well? Not, not too bad, mate. You? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, pleasure. Absolutely pleasure, mate. So um, uh, for those who don't know you, if you'd just like to introduce yourself, that'd be great. Yeah, so... So I currently I coach at um, St Mary's ABC. I've been there for about three or four years now. Um, my day job, <clears throat> I run Olympia Boxing CIC, which is um, it's an organisation that goes into uh, we deliver boxing in schools and in the community se- uh, sector. So we we deliver lots of different programs um, all around schools. And everything like we cover, like in the community, for for instance, we cover like we have rookies programs, which are five to nine year olds, youth programs, 12 and above. And then we have adult box fitness programs. And we also do like some disability sport programs, including like boxing for Parkinson's that everyone sees that um, we do. And then uh, in the schools, like currently, we've got 47 schools that we're delivering in each week. So um, we're, we're everywhere and uh, just using boxing as the tool um, to improve lots of people's lives. And, and sort of how far and wide do you go in, in that Kent area? Yeah, so we're covering like the majority of the work. Um, the majority of our jobs, like, especially with our schools, like is more It's like I would say if you went, so we're all like, like we've got Seven Oaks, Gravesend. Uh, we used to cover Dartford, but not there no more. But majority of it is Medway, Maidstone. We're in Tunbridge, Tunbridge Wells. We've got quite a lot going on now. Um, soon to go out of Cranbrook. We cover some in Thanet and Folkestone and Dover. So, so we're all over the majority of Kent now because we've got we've got a team of uh, we've got four full time coaches on board uh, excluding me and we are currently with the mentoring program that we're running we've got six trainee coaches as well so we've got a big workforce to get out there so currently planning a bit of world domination yeah that's what we're trying mate just trying to just expand the work it's like as as we all know like we all love boxing and um it's so powerful but the, it, as well as the apart from the competitive end of boxing like in everyday life all the disciplines and everything it improves people's lives all the time so it's it's a great thing to that like when we started like i started with leo in at westry like seven years ago now it was 2013 we started and um we started like that and it was it was just that we were doing some community work like just bridging the gaps like where there isn't boxing clubs and um and then we, I thought, well, no one's in the schools. There isn't boxing in schools anymore. Like, let's, let's try and start pushing it. So I started pushing it, knocking on doors, got rejected loads of times. Still today we get rejected as well. Like, there's lots of people you just, you can you can list off all the benefits of boxing and, and how it helps people. Like, 
uh, all the different students and different for different outcomes. But like some some teachers, if they hear the word boxing, like that's all they've heard. Like they don't. It doesn't matter about anything else. So you you're still fighting against it getting getting rejected but like lots of people started coming around to the idea and like we did we offer a lot of taster sessions where we get to go and show show the schools how we work and and that's the way that we started going and um and and generally if we get a taster booked into a school now we generally get get a club running or pe program running to be able to get going because they see the benefits of it because it's not it's it's your non traditional sport that they play in school, but but it engages the hardest to engage students as well. Like lots of Absolutely. students, yeah, lots of students that are not that are not doing any kind of PE and, and refuse to do PE. As soon as we manage to get the gloves on them and they're punching, they're 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 running away with it. So it's proven really good. So it sounds like that little sample session, you know, is the kind of foot in the door. But um, yeah, once you once you have got that foot in the door, you, you know, you manage to maybe sway and turn people around. But why, why do you think there's still that, you know, in this in this day and age when we know that um, we need to engage people in different ways rather than traditional sports games where it can be quite exclusive sometimes? Why mm. do you think there's still that stigma out there? Um, I don't know really. Is <clears throat> like especially about boxing, they just uh, automatically people think that you're going to be punching each other. There's still that thought process that that as soon as you walk through a boxing club door, that you've got a gum shield put in your mouth and you're chucked in the ring to spar. Like loads of people believe that, and they don't realise like how much training goes into it. Like not only just the fitness to be able to spar, but but the the self defence and learning all the techniques, and, and people don't understand that. And then when they when they see like what we do with the non-contact basis of the programs, they their eyes wide like wide and open like and they and they get they go I didn't realise that the sport involved that much, and I think that's what's that's what's breaking down the barriers now, and we're we're being able to um, spread the work of boxing and uh, and the sport even further. Yeah, absolutely, getting it out to all the different type of demographics. Yeah. Out there, I mean, I know that you work with um, with neat children, which um, I believe is not an education yeah. or employment for teenagers. Yeah. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about the work you do with, with uh, neat kids? Yeah, so so we've got a program that, that runs over in um, the one that's running at the moment is over in Medway. We run it out of Strood Youth Centre, and that's once a week, and that's just with a lot of young people <clears throat> that, as you say, not in education or employment. And they haven't. They're a bit down on their luck. They haven't got the confidence or anything like that to to get out and work. So we we help them. Like some of them, were able to put them through like the England boxing box instructor course, which is not just to get them coaching, but is to get to bolster their CVs and show that they've got some get up and go. But we use the 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 main reason of working with the Neats is is that we give them the belief and the confidence to go out there and get and get themselves like working and everything like that. Cause it's not just like we're going in there and coaching boxing. We're, we're doing a lot of different stuff. We're doing self-control. We're doing like strategies, like to how they can think better, how they can act better, be more presentable, be on time. Like everything that are like, you know, like as a, all of us as boxing coaches in our clubs, we're not just boxing coaches, are we? Like some, some of us, like we're counsellors, we're, we're, we're mums and dads, we're everything, couldn't we? You know, and like so, we use all of them strategies, and like with the needs, it, it's proving very well. Like, and I think the the focus that the sport uh, gives them is able enabling them to get the 
confidence to go out there and uh, and apply for jobs and get back into education. It's given them, I think, it's given them the drive. It's given them the drive to 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 get up and go and 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 realize that nothing's going to be handed to them. They've got to they've got to work hard and everything. And and we help them every way we can. And I think boxing's got that kind of it has got that track history, isn't it? You know, a lot, mm. we're very synonymous with kind of. Uh, you know, community reform and, and putting kids on the right pathway and, and arming them with skills, you know, sometimes indirectly, you know, these, these skills is developed by something that's indirect, you know, we're teaching boxing, but all these skills start coming out, these life skills, you know, uh, timekeeping, uh, being conscientious, you know, resourcefulness, um, you know, general politeness, all these kind of things uh, and respect, of course, come out, you know, and maybe sort of um, uh, maybe implicitly what we do. So that kind of brings me on to my next question. So, Working with these type of people, it's it's a big skill set, isn't it? You can't mm, not just yeah. you can't just go in there with your coaches, and your coaches can't just go in there and say, "Well, I'm going to coach these neat kids the way I'm going to coach maybe someone yeah. uh, a Parkinson's group or you know a, a a type of a different demographic or different age group." So, yeah. how do you actually work with your team to um, to help them develop their skills to coach different people? So, so basically, so the way that. Um, since I started doing this, like obviously when I the way I started, I was a I was a coach at Seven Oaks Boxing Club then, uh, and I was just doing boxing coaching for boxers, and then I started doing community boxing. And when you see the difference, because there is a massive difference, and then getting into the schools, like you're not training someone to be an athlete to be competitive and win a boxing match. You're now you're now like going on to the side of it started like you're going down the side of being a youth worker and stuff like that and helping them and and I kind of picked up the skills like no one really no one really taught me how to pick up all these strategies I kind of developed them and working alongside different partners like on uh, with youth workers with youth offending um, workers uh, mental health people like nurses and stuff and and other organizations such as Kent Sport or um, or the police and people like that and I started to learn the way that they they work and and then I implemented it into my own system and started developing my own strategies to to work with the different individuals and then over the course of the years before we um, even took on any additional coaches into Olympia boxing I, I think I'd covered near enough every kind of person there's out there I think like um, not every kind of person because you always come everyone's different but but what I mean is like the demographics like like disability or or uh, mental health um lots of different and then you just develop the strategies now now with the coaches that are working with us i i mentor them and we start and and i've used the strategies i've always used and now that now they're doing it as well and they've also they're growing themselves as well because of the coaches as well i don't want them to be another me i want them to be them i want them to find their own coaching path and uh, and philosophies and stuff so which which they're working towards and they're, and they're doing very well but but we have to we have to we have to adapt with each new each program's different and the coaching has to adapt like you have to realize you have to remember that you're not there you're not coaching little johnny to become um a schoolboy champion or anything like that or not even a schoolboy champion just even a boxer to get out boxing you're coaching little johnny to make his life better mm-hmm. and you're helping that way and and that's that's how we change it like with the disability sports obviously you just some of our disability sports is about just having fun. 
our, our programs. Like some of our SEN schools, um, SEN schools. Yeah, so special educational needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, some of them schools we do quite a few of them now, and some of these schools, like the students there, they're um, they're they're quite very like mentally disabled. Everything like they're they're, they're all, the easiest way to put. It, they're always going to be dependent on others. Mm-hmm. So the way that we do them programs, we make sure that we're we're covering the basic fundamentals of improving their coordination, their balance, their strength, um, everything like that. But most of it is it is to make sure that they're having fun. Like within that hour, they are just them. Like there's no one there's no one like telling them what to do or doing things for them. They're doing it, and that and that's how we 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 change with the the disability sessions. Like for instance, like the boxing for Parkinson's program. Um, like it's remarkable for anyone that follows my social media or Olympia boxing social media, you'll see the videos that I post about it. But like currently we've got an 83 year old that comes in the gym every week. And when he first came in, he, he really struggling to like on his feet, walking, like he's very jittery. Um, like getting down on the floor was always going to be a no, no, I think. And, but now I've got him running unaided up and down the gym. Like literally, he's jogging really? up and down the gym on his own, and he can pump out sets of ten press ups, no problem. Like he, it, the the way he's developed, and like he hasn't even been with us that long. He's, I'd say, he's been with us four or five months, um, and what he's developed is unbelievable. Like, but the whole class, like when they first came in, they had no belief. Like in that, and that's what I get rewarded that we've instilled the belief in them. That they're not finished. That their their illness is not is not defining them. They're they're fighting back every single day. And like when they first all come in, like when I said to them, like, "What's the do's and don'ts? What can't we do? Like, can we get on the floor?" Oh no, no, no. I don't know about that. I said, "Okay, then. Right. So let's put it this way. So what's going to happen if you fall over and no one's with you?" And they're like, "Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. And they started coming around to that way of thinking. Now we're doing full circuits. Like they're on the battle ropes. They're, they're, they've got kettlebells swinging. They're press ups. They're sit ups. They've, they've developed all this core strength that that they thought was completely gone from them. And, and and like when we speak to them, they say, like the best thing is like we realise we're not done. We're not finished. We don't have to sit in the in the armchair and, and just dwindle away. We can fight back. We can keep going. And, and that's what the greatest thing with that is. And I love the fact that, you know, just from that, how you've developed that resilience and that independence mm. just from your approach to coaching, which you could easily just say, okay, here's some exercise, go and do this, go and do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But you're involving them um, as much as you can so they have that independence, they have that autonomy to actually, uh, you know, go about their own goals rather than you just being very dictatorial about things. Yeah, no, that's it. We look, we look to, and that's the same with it, with everything like we have lots like even like the youth programs like youth programs we have lots of um, young people that come to us that that um want to do boxing fitness just just get a bit fitter but want the disciplines of sport not interested in like competitive side or anything like that but some of them might have um i get lots of duke of edinburgh award young people coming along that wanted that have to do their 12 hours um and like all different different lights for different sports we've got young people that come into community sessions that that are using boxing fitness just to just like they're footballers and stuff like that like and just to help them and we're developing different strategies to help them like achieve their goals 
that's absolutely brilliant. It's really nice to hear that because, like I say, you're just you're managing to to use boxing. You know, that's a lot of sports. Yeah. boxing specifically as this vehicle for for individual change. You know, it's that self awareness mm. piece where they they're realizing I can do something. They become very self aware about themselves. What they're um, not so much about what their limitations are anymore, yeah. but more what their what their um, what their potential is all about. And I love the fact that you guys are able to to achieve that by your sort of different approach in the community. So, so kind of moving forward, so what, what advice would you actually give to clubs in terms of how they can get out there and make an impact in the community? I mean, a lot of people in the community come to us as, as ABCs, you know, in England boxing, yeah. and we make a big impact. But how can we actually almost go the other way and go out and, and, and be even more uh, resourceful, even more impactful in the communities? Yeah, that's right. So, that, so I think like obviously social media is ginormous. Like that's why we're like also like like the likes of this your podcast here sitting there. This is a great outlet for people letting people know what what everyone does. That's why I set up one of my. That's why I set up my podcast. So it, it's a good way to to for people to find out things and what people are doing and how we do it and stuff like that. But like social media, like all your platforms for social media, like. Be, use them. That's where the audiences are. Um, use them. Get um, get out there and stuff like that. But more importantly, like it's not so much like if you're just thinking about the social media and the marketing route, but creating links with with other organisations or other clubs like in your local area. That's what that that's what I think is key. Like in in Kent, in Kent now, um, like in the community stuff like that unless if it's a direct link if someone wants uh boxing fitness like for a community center or or they want it in a school or something everyone knows to call olympia boxing because we've built up such a reputation for what we're doing and everyone knows like what our coaching is and 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 how we develop things and the data that we're providing for like the likes of sport england or kent sport and stuff that's why that's how we've got out there and and everyone like comes to us but like on the sense no because we also know the one of our big factors within olympia boxing is signposting young people that do want to want to compete to boxing clubs to their nearest england boxing affiliated clubs because like there's as we know there's lots of unlicensed clubs and white collar clubs floating around everywhere now but, but we've kept it as a stipulant like one thing that we never like we don't we don't advertise any of that we we are england boxing like that's where we are as our coaches and what clubs we we all come from and um and we sign posts like wherever it is it doesn't matter like we we go into a lot of places or if i take the arena out like for instance, we've got the urban, bo- the, no, it's not even called the urban boxing, it's the Olympia Boxing Arena now because it's been rebranded. Mm-hmm. But we take that out everywhere and people will say to us, like, oh, where's your club? I really want to come and train with you. And I say, well, my club, like, it's miles away. Um, but this is your local club. Look, here, like this. And I'll, like, I'll rattle off the, 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 um, the nearest clubs to wherever we are or whatever school we're in and then I'll create the link and then I'll introduce them to the coaches as well because I'm lucky enough I know most of the people in the southern counties and stuff so it's um um so we like to we like to signpost everyone forward often to um make sure that they're going into boxing clubs because I don't want we don't want it. It's not just about us and, and trying to find boxers ourselves. Like we want to increase the participation across the whole of um, the southeast with boxing. Yeah, and I think a lot of lot of people can be quite um, can quite sort of 
almost ring fence uh, moving someone to somewhere they you know somewhere yeah. all about can I get them through my doors you know if yeah. we all do this then everyone goes to the right club which is nearest to them and yeah, yeah. closest to them and more convenient to them you know more financially better to get to and and everyone will, will sustain being in that club rather than trying to pull into a club which is maybe another ten miles yeah now. yeah no that's right like and it's well. also because as as we know like I'm very fortunate like I I started Olympia boxing working in the schools as a coach and and I've be, I've been able to become a, a full-time coach that's what I do every day all day from the moment I open my eyes to a closing um but as we know everyone else like they're all volunteers most co- like all coaches are volunteers and, and and they all have their day job so it's not as easy like for, for everyone else to to get out into the community a little bit more because they're, they're already volunteering yeah. enough hours during the week aren't they and in their clubs, they can't do much more. So that's why wherever we go, um, we the forefront of it. Like I was speaking to Avon about a year ago, I think it was. He, he messaged me with some stats. That's an Avon Perryman, isn't it? The yeah, the yeah, some counties. And um, he, he messaged me with some stats that, that showed that throughout the whole of the country, the southern counties had the highest uptake in participation numbers for boxing. And and he said that the numbers are actually like they're very high in like, around the Kent area. And he said, I'm pretty sure that's got something to do with your your work. And I was like, that's great to know because it is like, like when all the schools that we're going into, like we wherever we are, like people say, where's the nearest club? And I said, right, well it's here, like this, like we do a lot in in Sittingbourne. Um, like recently we've been doing a few clubs in Sittingbourne like, and people say, oh, where's the lo- nearest local club? I said, well, you've got Swell Gloves, you've got John down there or you've got the Rumbles like with Billy and Charlie. Um, you can get around there. There's all them different clubs. Like, mm-hmm. So we're telling them like that and they say, well, where's yours? I said, well, well I'm in Chatham like, so it's too far for you but these are great clubs. These are good coaches. Go, go down and see them because they'll help you on your journey. So wherever we go, that's the idea. Yeah, I, I love that. I love the fact we can you signpost them in the right place because of them, not because of you know you need that extra few quid coming through your door. Yeah. So talking of your club, St Mary's, I mean, obviously you have this very community role, but when you're actually at St Mary's, St Mary's, you know, everyone that's in England boxing will know St Mary's because they they constantly turn out champions. One of the you know one of the best in the Southern Counties, one of the best yeah. in the country. You know, there's there's been some great names there and still are. You know, uh, you know Dan Wallage, Louise Orton, uh, the Atalma brothers. You know, yeah. just a few. Um, so how do you sort of change your hats from during the day working with, you know, maybe disenfranchised and yeah. it's um, the very specific demographics to suddenly working with champions? How do you actually, you know, change your hat? It's, it's, um, I'd say now it's second nature because I've been doing it for so long, but literally like I, I explain that like when I'm in the schools and that, like I'm completely different coach in the school to what I am when I walk into the boxing club. Um, and it's it's second nature now, but like, like I suppose in the community and in the schools, like like what we said, we're there to we're there to improve people's life, and we're using boxing as the tool to do this. And we're like going through like an awards program, stuff like that. It's all positivity, like everything's about like getting them up and and getting them active and all that. But then when you go into your boxing club, it's about performance. It's about it's about it's still. I, like I don't, I don't do the juniors anymore. I'm up in the seniors, but the um, like, is it you're still bringing the novices through that walk through the door and want to do it? You you start them up from scratch as usual, but it's still like when you get into the boxing club setting, especially like where I'm at, at St Mary's, like we, 
like me as a coach when I'm at St Mary's it's now about performance it's about about nurturing and becoming a boxer and and trying to trying to build all your fundamentals and push you as far as you can and um and trying to get you out there and and, and aiming for these titles that that we're able to get um so yeah to answer your question yeah like i say second nature now but but it's just like yeah you do you switch on and you switch off because it's a different it's personnel as well i think it's different personnel like sometimes like during the day in the schools you might end up with kids that you you're given a group of kids that that don't really want to do boxing like they're just they've been put in a PE class. Like they're told, right, let's go and do the boxing. Or like you've got like a good selection that are interested, but then same as usual, you haven't got you've got kids there that are not interested. And you've got to try and motivate them and use your youth working skills and stuff like that. But the um, when you go to the boxing club, everyone that walks through that door is generally there because they want to be there mm-hmm. and they're wanting to learn. So it makes it easier to transfer the skills. But it's. Um, I'd say, like, when I'm at St. Mary's, I am a boxing coach. When I'm in the schools, I'm a box fitness coach. So, oh, you're, so that, that's how I would say it. Like, you are, it's completely, because you're obviously not doing the contact. But but not only do we not do the contact, we're still, rel- you're, still do- you're doing everything apart from sparring. Like, you, you're teaching all three, all your three types of defences, your hands, your trunks, your feet defences, okay? You're putting them in partners so they work towards it. Like they still do like a jab and a block, a backhand and a parry, like stuff like that. You're still doing all of that, but it's at reduced power, reduced speed and everything around them, them kind of things. Um, and it's just, I think that's how you just, you transition. You transition from, you, I, I suppose you have to be, you can't, You've got to be you've got to be more lenient in the schools and everything like that. But it's just I think it's personnel really. That's how we change it. Okay. So you so obviously you you now um started Olympia Boxing Podcast. So how's that been going? Yeah, so I think we're eight eight sessions. I think I've got eight pods out now. Um it seems to be growing. It was fantastic. I saw I saw when I looked on the because you look at your 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 stats like where people are listening and i like i read like there i've got people listening in america sweden poland and germany which really shocked me but but like it's fantastic but now i'm starting to get like like you and you inspired me you were the person who inspired me to do it i've been talking about doing a podcast for a long long time (laughs) and i just never i don't know just never I just never got the courage to do it. I suppose that was probably the thing because you're putting yourself out there, aren't you? And you, and you're having to talk to your phone as such, uh, and it feels a bit weird. But after a couple getting into it, like I, I enjoy it now. Like I've already been out, as you know. Like I've been out today already. I've done a podcast with uh, Kent Sport this morning. Mm-hmm. I'll release that in two weeks because I've already got some in the bank with school teachers. Brilliant. And um, and. And like we're, the the listeners are growing, it's not huge at the moment at all. Working out how to how to get around that and how to how to get the views and the listens and everything like that. I'm trying to get more rates and reviews on it so it spreads further. Sure. But now now we've like we've covered all our coaches on the coaching team, so which is good to hear because like most of them are boxers still. Like they've got active boxers on the coaching team or ex boxers, so they've told their stories and everything. But now I'm starting to get into the 
into the thick of it where I'm getting guests such as like like I said today like Kent Sport I've had them on um I've spoken to a school teacher this week already I've got I've got some other guests lined up lots of different schools but all the partners that we work with like the community organizations so people get will get an insight into how we're working together like how it's all been put together um who like who's who like what each organization does in the community and stuff like that but like the the main reason like I was doing it I thought right it'd be a great it's not only is it um it's a great marketing tool it's a free marketing tool that's the thing you can give free content out can't you mm-hmm. just keep giving free content out to people to, that helps people and it's all for and it's for nothing and that's what i'm looking at and it expands us further to what we're trying to achieve and absolutely. stuff you know so absolutely and another thing another sort of spin-off i found from doing this i mean you're the 35th episode we've done now and you know yeah. had i don't know 25 guests i've not not counted some of them i've done by myself but what i find is doing them really rearranges in my head and really reinforces stuff. So if I want to go out there and talk about maybe something quite scientific in sports science, you might, you know, like some kind of psychological bits and pieces. Um, you know, we've talked about perception, action, coupling, which sounds all very sciencey and all that. You have to go out there and, and research it and you have to know what you're talking about. You have to know, yeah. you have to know, you know, who you're targeting and it's, and it's really put an it's almost kind of made me accountable for my own learning so doing things like this is a great way for you know to really solidify what you've done so i'd always sort of challenge people to after you run a session to maybe get on your phone and just interview yourself for a, a yeah yeah video recording and make a and make like a, a video diary of, of that and, and it's so powerful and it really does solidify your learning and, and help you plan for the next stage. So it's, it's also it's personal skills isn't it? it? Yeah. it's get it's getting you better like that like we can like you find like most like a lot of coaches they're they're comfortable in their um in their own gyms and stuff like that doing group coaching with the kids that they know and stuff. But if you take it like some co- if you could you take them out and put them into a different environment, they find it hard. Like it's I find the like the saying, "Be comfortable being uncomfortable," and I'm I'm. I'm learning that a lot more. I'm doing more videos now as well. Like I'm trying to trying to get out. Not only am I just doing videos talking about like what offers we've got going on or specific subjects, but educational videos. Like I released one earlier today on like the conditioning running for boxers, like because it can transcend not only just for boxers, like useful information for boxers, but how to how you can transition that into your general keep fitters lives mm-hmm. do you know and use the the runs that boxers use sure. like to get fit and that so like i i'm getting used to that and i'm pushing myself there but it's just it's another way it's that's uh it's just another way of getting out there spreading the word um and spreading your work of what you're doing isn't it and there's a lot out there now isn't there there's a lot of podcasts out there so yeah many, yeah you know, about boxing but many hit different um, demographics and you know in different target audiences so you know m- i think mine's a little bit more on the long along the lines of you know learning how you, how you learn and, and that uh, that sort of affects your practice you know there's some that might talk about pro boxing and actually bouts that have happened yeah some are very sports sciencey uh you know so that they're all very much different you know and one of the next podcasts i'd like to do um is is just invite sort of 10 people to send in some messages uh about uh what podcasts they listen to and how yeah. it affected their their knowledge and um and their 
capacity to go out there and develop their boxing, their boxing coach. Yeah. Boxing yeah. So I'm look, looking forward to that. So, so listen, Wayne, I really enjoyed trying to chat to you, mate. You know, we, you know, we chat quite often anyway, but, um, you know, I've, I've enjoyed sort of learning a little bit more, I suppose, formally about what you do. So how can that yeah, people get in you. contact with you? If they want to get um, in contact with you in Olympia boxing. Yeah. So if you're interested in like what we do, um, like our website is www.olympiaboxing.co.uk. Uh, on Facebook, we've got a page for uh, Olympia Boxing CIC, and we also have a group that is a closed group, like we'd, which we're trying to expand at the moment. So anyone can join that. It's just so we can swap ideas, keeping like within the community. Like we're trying to develop a community there, so everyone can help each other. Um, and Instagram and Twitter, we're at Olympia Boxing like, on both platforms, and then LinkedIn myself there or Facebook. Like I've got personal accounts as well as as uh, as the Olympia Boxing accounts as well. So like you can get through, get hold of us anyway through that. If anyone wants any help with anything okay. or or trying to look at going down the sort of same similar route to what we've done, then please get in contact. Absolutely, absolutely. So. So uh, yeah, so guys, if you are to uh, to contact um, uh, Wayne at Olympia Boxing, do mention that you've uh, heard this podcast, um, and it's great for him to track, you know, where the uh, potential business and uh, communications come from. So please uh, mention this podcast if you do get hold of Wayne um, on any of those platforms or emails. So once again, Wayne, thanks very much, mate, and I'll speak to you. Very Thank soon. you, mate. Take care. All the best, mate. Bye bye. So, yeah, great interview there with Wayne Smith from Olympia Boxing and the Olympia Boxing Podcast. You know, really interesting guy. He's been there, done that in terms of how he engages people in the community. And, you know, and it's really great to hear how a coach and a, and a team of coaches tailor make their coaching approach to different people rather than just blanket coaching. You know, there's different demographics, different audiences that he actually approaches. So some really fantastic stuff there. Um, so, so, yeah, be sure to go over to Olympia Boxing Podcast and, and have a listen to, uh, to Wayne over there and the great guest he's had on there. Uh, but another thing that you mentioned, which I thought was fantastic is, as well, is about the you know the impact that we, we, we can have, and not just you know in, in schools and places like that, but um, the fact that we give up our t- our, so much of our time you know um, as volunteers, as unpaid volunteers. And I think we need to make the community know that a lot more because a lot of people do actually say, really, you don't get paid for this, um, and it's a bit of a jaw dropper for them. So we, you know we need to. Um, kind of get that message out there. There are people out there who are willing to give up their time and, and resources and, and time away from their families to, to, to coach young people and to go out onto the roads and, and you know go to different places all around the country and even abroad uh, to help other people's kids develop and, and box. So that's a great thing that we do within the sport. So you know a tip of the, the cap to all the other volunteers out there, guys. You know we're doing a great job. So let, let's keep pushing forward and supporting each other. Okay, guys. So um, I look forward to next week for episode number thirty-six, and we'll be talking about actually podcast that other people listen to in the boxing community so I'll be inviting lots of other coaches to send in some messages there some um, some audio messages and see what other stuff there is that we can tap into okay guys so have a great weekend and I'll speak to you all soon cheers now bye bye if you liked this podcast similar content and discussions can be found at the box gathering The Box Gathering is a social initiative born out of the ashes of the first lockdown in March 2020. We provide a platform where coaches, boxers, officials and boxing enthusiasts can join together online to 
discuss various boxing topics. It's free to join and upgrade options offer unlimited access to all our live gatherings, campfire videos and coaching resources. Join today at www.theboxgathering.co.uk.